You are listening to The Current Podcast, the official podcast of UC San Diego's IT Services Department. I'm your host, Miguel Rodriguez. Today is Wednesday, June 20th, and what a Wednesday it is. You might tell I uh, don't have much of a voice. I'm barely recovering from COVID, my first bout after how many years of (coughs) doing this podcast now? Uh, I guess it was my turn. The sun is certainly shining, a little too brightly in my opinion, but I do have another exciting interview for you. First, I have to let you know that the Lean Six Sigma application deadline has been extended to Monday, July 25th, so you still have a shot to apply. Awardees will be selected by the end of this month. And do you know what else is coming up on the 25th? The very last day to RSVP for our little get-together at Torrey Pines Center South on August 1st from 11 a.m. until 1 p.m. There will be lunch, games, a raffle, and tours of the ITS spaces. To register for this or apply for the Lean Six Sigma Scholarship, just head over to the homepage of The Current at thecurrent.ucsd.edu. It's that easy. And with UC Tech just four weeks away, I have to give a big thank you to our platinum sponsor, Amazon Web Services. Amazon Web Services is on a mission to accelerate the digital transformation of education in collaboration with learners, educators, administrators, and really the rest of the education community. AWS provides flexible, affordable technology solutions that support their core mission and deliver on their most strategic institutional priorities, including modernizing and securing the academy, turning data into wisdom, and enriching the student experience. And now let's get right to our interview with Don Agoncillo. Angie, Will you please? Good morning, everyone. Angie Liu, project manager here with Don from the Extension Information Services team. Hi, Don. Welcome to the podcast. Hello, Angie. Hi. uh, Thank you for having me. You're welcome. You're welcome. Let's start with your name, title, and how long you've been with UCSD. Yes. Okay. My name is Don Agoncillo. I am the service offering manager for the Division of Extended Studies. The division had a name change recently, I would say within the last uh, two months. So it's formerly known as Extension, uh, right? But um, yeah, so service offering manager for the Division of Extended Studies Information Services. My team is known as EXIS, E-X-I-S. And uh, we're part of the student information services team that's led by Jonathan Whitman, which is part of the business technology services team led by Kevin Chow. I've been with UCSD since 2005. So so that's 17 years now. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So the reason why you're doing this podcast too is because the volunteer in chief from the student information services team, Jonathan Whitman was the one who recommended you. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> so shout out to Jonathan Whitman for another podcast interview E. Appreciate that. Um, Don, what does the Access team do at UCSD or IT services? Yeah, so my team 
pretty much consists of programmers and analysts. And we manage and support the various apps, websites, and systems used by the Division of Extended Studies. So that's, that's yeah, that's kind of like the composition and the responsibility of, of my team. Okay. Is there a particular app that us folk don't usually act with Division of Extended Studies would know about? Yeah, so I guess the, the main one is the, really our public-facing website. So that's extendedstudies.ucsc.edu. Uh, it used to be extension.ucsc.edu, but either one works right now. So I think that's probably the most known or public-facing website. So we support that, and we have a lot of uh, internal systems used by staff, students, and instructors. Yeah. Great, great. So you used to work within Extension or now Division of Extended Studies. You used to be in their department. So now you're with IT Services. So how has your role changed since that move? Yeah, my team was consolidated with ITS in January of 2020. So just what, three months before the pandemic, right? And then... uh, But prior to my team getting consolidated, during the summer of 2019, the team's former director retired, and I was promoted to interim director. Mm. So for a period of, what's that, six months uh, prior to the team moving to ITS, I was already functioning in that role. Uh, Mm. So there, there wasn't really much of a change in my role by the time my team got moved to ITS. But throughout the 17 years I've been with UCSD, you know, I, I started as a PA2, uh, PA Programmer Analyst 2 uh, in 2005 and got promoted to PA3, PA4, Interim Director, and then today, Service Offering Manager slash Director. So, yeah, so that's kind of like been, you know, my journey overall. So you said you guys joined the team during the pandemic, right? Or right before the pandemic. I assume... You were physically located in Torrey Pine Center at first or no? Where were you guys physically located? Yeah, so the uh, Extended Studies has several locations, mm. right? The main one is on campus near Thurgood Marshall College, right? Those, you know... Bungalows? Kind of, bungalows, yeah, 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 yeah. The bungalows, right? Right, yeah. Uh, but And then uh, there's another location, which is a bunch of buildings and suites behind Rock Bottom, which has been demolished now, right? Because there's a new building for extended studies that's being built there, right? But we were located in those suites behind the Rock Bottom restaurant. So that's where we were. My team was located. Yeah, we, we got consolidated and moved to ITS, but we didn't officially move locations to Fort mm-hmm. Pine Center South, yeah. That makes sense because a number of other departments or uh, I guess distributed ITs that join ITS, they stay on location, right? Mm -hmm. Because the work I assume is very similar. So why would you physically move to? Yeah, Yeah, during that time, you know, we felt like we needed to still be near our, the people that we serve, right? So yeah, so, so we stayed put, but there was a, a plan to eventually move the team mm-hmm. and occupy space at Torrey Pine Center, right? And then the pandemic happened and we were all remote, right? And so, so yeah, so that's kind of like the, the transition um, uh, period. Since you guys moved remote, 
how, how has that feeling been with your teammates, right? Working with them. Do you feel like you guys are still close as a team, even though you're not physically close? How's that been? Yeah, you know what? Uh, I've been blessed uh, taking over a team that's really been together, I would say, gosh, for 10 years or so, right? Like the, the newest team member, you know, that joined our team, I would say was four years ago. So we've been oh, wow. together for a while, right? Uh, and so transitioning to remote work, I would say, as far as our team dynamics, was, was pretty easy. Everyone knew uh, in the team, everyone knew, you know, what their role was, what they, what they needed to do. Um, and yeah, and so, so it, was a, uh, it was a pretty smooth transition. Uh, the only thing that, speaking for myself, I needed to adjust was just, you know, like working from home, managing my time, balancing it with what was going on during the pandemic, right? And then, and he's trying to figure out like how to still engage and interact with the team via Zoom, mm-hmm. right? But for the most part, everyone knew the responsibilities, you know, and, um, and uh, so that, that made it a little bit easier for me uh, during that transition to, to remote work. Hmm. That's good. It's nice to have a team that you've already known for so long, right? The yeah, trust is there. Yeah. It's so much easier. Exactly. Um, great, Don. So what are some cultural differences that you've seen already between IT services and Division of Extended Studies? I was thinking about how to answer this question, right? And I think the best way to answer this question is, is by comparing apples to apples, right? Okay, okay. Uh, so first, the composition of ITS in comparison to the IT group at DES. DES is just short for Division of Extended Studies, right? So prior to my team moving to ITS, DES had an IT team that was divided into two groups. My team, Exis, which you can think of as the programming support team, and the other team called Computing Services, which you can think of as the hardware support team, desktops and servers, you know, kind of people. Together, both teams are around 15 or so staff, and a few mm. contractors. So number-wise, that's what around five percent or less compared to the number of folks in ITS. Mm. Uh, so, so comparing IT teams, DES definitely has a you know like a, a much smaller IT group. And then, oh, I should say this too: my team was moved to ITS, but the other team, the DES Computing Services team, is still embedded. Within oh. extended studies, yeah. So they stayed put. Uh, so there was a little bit of a like a, I don't want to say divorce, right? Is the right <laughs> word? You know, between the two teams because we interact and and work with them, you know, closely supporting the entire systems, you know, ecosystem at extended studies. And then the the second, I guess, way of for me to compare uh, DES, you know, with I kind of want to compare it now with main campus, so. Not so much, you know, with ITS. Um, I, I, I kind of think of DES as a microcosm of the university, kind of like a mini university, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and the best way to describe it is really like DES has several departments or units similar to main campus. For example, DES has an HR department, uh, mm-hmm. a student services registrar department, 
instructor services, finance and business services, marketing, mm-hmm. even facilities. They have their own facilities team, what? right? Because we manage, yeah, the, the DES has several locations on campus, offsite. We have an online learning team. We even have an international programs uh, department institutional research, pre-college, and then we have academic units like arts, humanities, and languages, business and law, education, healthcare, science, engineering, technology. So so you can think of it really as as a mini university, right? So that's kind of like the the scope of the the clients or the units that my team supports. And uh, and then lastly, the the division of extended studies is is fully self-supporting. We don't get any funds you mm. know, from, from the state. Uh, DES is very entrepreneurial in spirit and has many partnerships with local, national, even international companies and, and organizations. So, so yeah, I don't know if that answered the question directly because it's, it's more really comparing IT versus the IT group, right? ITS versus the IT group at DES. And then DES in general compared to campus is the way, you know. Oh yeah, that was that was great. I had no idea they mm-hmm. had their own like different departments and division. It makes sense now that you talk about it. Yeah. Right? Once they get their own police department, <laughs> that's when we're like, oh wow, they're really on their own. They're like their own yeah. little city, right? Exactly. Our little state, but. I had no idea, so I appreciate you breaking that out for us. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I assume obviously it's bigger, but also similar, right? Like the switch between DS and IDS. Yeah, that's yeah. great. So, Don, is there anything exciting that you're looking forward to this summer or maybe the next year, either personally or professionally? Yeah, so um, uh, I'll answer that by just what's exciting professionally, right? Within what I'm doing here at work. Uh, DES is currently in a period of adopting several systems used by campus. So I would say in the next two to three years, we're really unifying our systems by adopting, you know, these campus systems. So for example, UAchieve, which is the degree audit system, Slate, which is the admission system, 25 Live, the room scheduling system, right? And Transact, the point of sale and payment system. All of that, my team, you know, is involved in the implementation, you know, of all these new systems. Um, And so that's really what's very exciting to me, just having the opportunity to be at this unique time and given this opportunity to actually make this transition and make, you know, contribute, right? And I would say like modernizing the systems that is being used within, you know, extended studies. And also really, these are all like prehab work to prepare the division for the new SIS, right? The new student information system. Mm -hmm. And also really, you know, the goal is to better align the division uh, with main campus. So, so yeah, so that's that's super exciting to me. It's a lot of it's a lot of work. There's a lot of change that the division, you know, itself will will have to uh, to go through. But I know, you know, a lot of people are are excited, you know, to to adopt these new systems and really 
you know, these will all help, you know, the business um, uh, as a whole. But yeah, that's, that's what's really keeping me excited and keeping me on my toes <laughs> these days. So, yeah. Sounds like you guys are going to be very busy for a very long time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we're trying to really complete the, these uh, projects, you know, before the new SIS comes around. So that, uh, so yeah, so we're, we want to be in a much better place, you know, system-wise um, before that new SIS uh, rolls around. Yes, and obviously EIM is very excited Ooh. about Yes, your team. I forgot to even mention that. Yeah, yeah, we're. I had to, part of right, the Don, I had to uh, stick it in real fast. That yes, changes you guys are implementing will also help EIM. So we're very excited for these changes as well. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, Don, you shared some professional things you're looking forward to. How about personally? Is there anything you're looking forward to this summer or next year? Yeah. So personally. Uh, I would say lately, I've been intrigued by this new thing that I've been reading up on. It's called uh, how to develop your second brain, right? It's not like, you know, when you think of when you wait, hear wait it. Wait a second. Very, yeah, it's very catchy, right? But really, it's, it's this idea that we only have one brain, obviously, right? Um, and uh, we are in a day and age of just information overload. We get you know, it's kind of like a fire hose of information that we get on a daily basis, different sources, social media, emails, texts, the books that we read, right? The, the websites and, and sources that we, you know, we get information from. And so the idea here is that we want uh, uh, to free our brains from having to remember and store all of this information and to, to kind of offload that and delegate that task to a, a system, uh, whether that system is a, a note-taking app, right, uh, that, you know, will help you store and offload all of this information that you're, you're getting on a daily basis, right? It can even be as simple as, I don't know, a, a checklist of your to-dos, home improvement stuff, and even, you know, work-related stuff. And so, it's, and really the idea and the goal behind this is you don't want to waste your brain cycles in trying to memorize and then eventually recall, right? All of this information so that you actually free your brain, you know, and give it uh, space to be more, allow it space to, to be more creative, mm. right? So that's, uh, that's what I've been kind of intrigued by and looking forward to actually uh, reading upon and maybe developing, yeah, creating and developing a system of second brain system that I can, oh. I can utilize and help me, especially I I'm getting older. <laughs> I know I've, I've, I've uh, accepted the fact that my short-term memory has gone out the door. Um, <laughs> and I think it's about time for me to, to figure something out, you know, um, to better manage like all this information hmm. that I'd like to store and eventually, you know, um, use later on. So that's, yeah, that's what kind of personally that just comes to mind 
you know what what I'm kind of uh, interested in in the next you know, months or so reading up on and, and creating a system for myself. That's pretty cool. It sounds like maybe a future podcast chat. Huh? Uh-huh. <laughs> if you find out more about it. The results. Start... Yeah. 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 Would be really cool. <laughs> Hopefully, though, the conversation doesn't get into like, oh, I, you know, inadvertently started like a Skynet, right? Like I started like a, a brain on its own trying to take over the world. But we'll see. Right? <laughs> maybe, maybe it'll be that good of a podcast next time. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Let's see. Let's see in a few months, you know, what, yeah. what I've, yeah. yeah that'd be, that would be pretty cool, though. If you find out more about it, like how it's helped you and other other people, maybe, right, as you read more about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, we'll see. But you, you're, you're kind of busy. So maybe I'll bug you in like six months to a year. We'll see. <laughs> yeah, check it. Yeah, six months sounds reasonable. <laughs> okay, cool, cool. Well, Don, again, I want to thank you for spending your time with the podcast. We appreciate it, especially since we know that you and other people are so busy. So taking your time to share a little bit about what you and your team are doing is very helpful. And also people love to hear it. So appreciate that. Yeah, you're welcome. Thank you as well for for having me here. And I guess we can both thank Jonathan, right? I don't know who else. Jonathan Whitman. You've all been told. (laughs) You've all been told five people. Oh, wow. Okay. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, he's good like that. We do appreciate Mr. Jonathan Whitman's contribution to the, yeah. the department's podcast. So, all right. Well, thanks again. You're welcome. You are listening to The Current Podcast, the official podcast of UC San Diego's IT Services Department. I'm your host, Miguel Rodriguez.